Hi, welcome to Code Conversations. Today we're continuing our conversation with Jimmy Campbell about IS Administration API. Yes, thanks for having me. So today we're going to be talking about the IS Administration API, like you said. And I want to take this opportunity to dive into the file API that we added to the, to the API to allow people to can, uh, edit the content on their web servers, maybe deploy websites, make sure everything is running fine, edit web configs inline. It's allowing you to perform any file operation that you want on your web servers. And now we have that exposed through this API. Cool. So we'll go into that. Uh, so this is the API Explorer tool that we talked about in our previous code conversations. So this is showing us what the file API is returning to us. So when we go, we see we have these root directories here, inetpub and C sites. So what do these mean? Well, this API provides access to the file system on your IIS machines, but it doesn't have complete control. It only has control over the directories that you say it can manipulate. So for example, inetpub, by default, it has read access on the system. And this is an IIS folder, so it makes sense that you want to be able to read folders or read content in this directory. Mm -hmm. So we see on our API Explorer, we have read access uh, to inetpub. And this is, this is important because it, it brings up some of the security stumbling points or security considerations we have when we develop an API like this. So what does the code look like that allows us to constrain something so powerful, such as manipulation of files, mm -hmm. uh, to specific directories? So uh, first, I want to give it a little demo of what the file API allows us to do. So you see me, I actually switched over to another application, and we haven't showed this one yet in a code conversation. This is a Angular 2 application written in TypeScript that we're working on, and this consumes the IIS administration API. You can see it's located at manageis.net. It's in a central location, so anybody can access it. And what this does is this allows you to connect to an installation of the API that you have on an IIS mm. server, Okay. And your calls are not made to us at manageis.net. Your calls are made directly to your API. There's no, we're not in the middle, but it provides a user interface for you to consume this API in a really easy to use way. Right. Okay. So like you talked about before, these are REST endpoints. And here's an example. This is an Angular app that's making those REST calls directly into that API Ex running on my server. Exactly. So this is a... So this is the files view for the... UI, the Angular 2 UI, and what we, do, what we can do here is we can see all the files for this website. So this is a website that I just made this morning, uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to upload a .NET new application into the folder for this website, and then I'm going to browse it and just to show that this is what the file API allows us to do, or at least one of the things. It, allows, it has many capabilities, but this is one thing. So you see I'm uploading the files to the Angular 2, or to, using my API, and the application is giving us this nice little progress bar. So I, I was really happy to work That's on that thing. Slick. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've spent a lot of time on that thing, actually. Uh, so I'm really happy with that. So we uploaded the files. Uh, now I'm going to browse the website, just a standard .NET new application, like I said. Uh, but this is what the API is allowing us to do wow. in, in conjunction with the UI. So now, now that we've seen the file API in use, uh, kind of talked about 
what it provides us. Now I want to jump into the code. Sure. So that's what, I'll, that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. Okay, so the first part about the file system API is realizing that we have a lot of power here. There, mm -hmm. we, can, we can mess things up if we manipulate some things we don't want to touch. Right. So ultimately, how do we secure this thing? And the way we do this in our code is one method, and it's on the screen right now. That's git claims. So if you look in my app settings, Jason, right here, you'll see that I allow these two paths to be manipulated. Uh, I allow these two paths to be manipulated by a file API. And this is actually a dev configuration. So I'm, I'm glad I have this up because I actually want to say you should probably never expose read and write to your whole system. <laughs> but I'm deving right now, so I specifically want to be able to touch my whole system. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you, you want to limit it to something, a folder where you specifically have websites. That's right. what the file API is touching. Okay. So we say we have directories that we want the API to be able to touch. And we have one method that says, if there's ever a physical path that we are going to touch in this API, is this an allowed directory in the configuration? And do they have read or write access if that's uh, what they're trying to do? Mm -hmm. So this git claims right here. So we pass a physical path, maybe C, inet, pub, ww root. And we're going to reference the app settings. We have that loaded into memory. We're going to check to see. Is that a full path? So this is a utility method we have right here. It's going to do things like, is, is this a non-normalized path? Like, does it have dot dot in it? Because there's a lot of weird things Directory you can do with the path. Directory traversal, all there's kinds all, of that stuff. Yeah. Is, make sure the environment variables are expanded. If it's not a path that's totally OK, mm -hmm. we're not even going to touch it. Like, you don't have access to it. So it's up to, it's up to the consumers of this API here right, mm -hmm. in the application to make sure they pass it a good path. OK. So, this right here is going to say whether or not you have the access uh, to that path. So you get the claims. Claims would be read or write. So give it a path, you get claims. That's the basis of all the security. And now one step up from that, when you have the base, we have this file, or I'll go into the interface, the iFile provider, actually. The iFile provider. Now this is abstracting all access to the file system. Now this is something I think is good to talk about in a code conversation because one thing as software engineers that we try to do is program against the interface rather than an implementation. Mm -hmm. This is a good example because as you can see we have these things iFile info, we have iFile provider which abstracts the file system so we're not ever calling like file, git file or something like that in our okay. code. And it's not over the top, and it also allows us to do things. So it allows us to make sure our security is in check, uh, because under the hood, it's calling down to get claims every time. It allows us to make sure that if we want to extend the file system in some way uh, in the future, right. for example, some physical path that doesn't exist on the physical file system, but it's made up, like maybe our application knows it, we can abstract that in this iFile provider interface and maybe get file Maybe git file to cert colon slash slash something returns a certificate as mm -hmm. a abstracted as a file. So that's kind of the beauty of what we get from programming against an uh, interface rather than implementation. So those are the two uh, big parts that allowed us to create a powerful file system API. Having a good security starting point mm -hmm. and then abstracting it all with this interface, the, I, the iFile provider.
you can see we have implement implementation here. This is the guy that's actually making sure any Windows authentication errors or anything that's going to happen when it's touching the file system is, is handled. But nobody else is ever going to care about the file system. This allowed us to build a secure file system API. And it's also the kind of approach we're going to take when, as we develop certificates and stuff like that. Cool. And you mentioned before this is all out on GitHub, right? This is, this is open source? Absolutely. So this is an open source repository, the IS Administration API. I'll go to the GitHub repository right here. As you can see, this is it. You can browse the source, file issue, make a suggestion. Uh, if you want to start con contributing, uh, I advise, or not advise, I welcome that. Uh, <laughs> I welcome that. Start today, and you could shape this product's future. Thank cool. you. All right, thanks a bunch. Awesome, thanks for having me.